And I can't wait for this upcoming one. I'm going to see a doc every night. I always do. We love our partnership with the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. And uh, always thanks to our good partner, Nick Davis, for hooking us up and giving us passes. And I'm always going to be watching. But this upcoming film uh, is certainly one of the uh, ones I'm looking forward to the most. It's called Native Ball, Legacy of a Trailblazer. Andrew, we, uh, is it possible for us to just play that uh, that trailer here for us? Yeah, he'll, he'll get it loaded up. We're going to play just the audio of the trailer here. Oh in just a minute, but um, a couple fine ladies in studio. Megan, very nice to see you. Thanks so much for being Megan Harrington in studio. And Malia Kip, thank you so much for being here. Very nice to meet you. Thanks for coming by. I don't even know your name. <laughs> Coulter Nuanas. Look at this. Okay, On nice radio to, nice introduction. To, nice to meet you. We, we love it. Well, uh, it's so it's so good to have you here. And uh, I appreciate it. I've told Megan this before, but it's uh, it's so interesting for me as uh, as somebody that grew up in Missoula. When I was a little kid... Lady Girls basketball was the thing, right? I didn't know until I was an adult that women's basketball wasn't bigger than men's basketball because we used to go to Lady Grizz games and there was 5,000 people there every night and it was awesome. So I grew up and I remember when we first moved to Montana, I think that was right when you were winding down your career there for the Lady oh, really? Grizz. So this is very cool for me uh, to get to know all of you. Like if you would have told me when I was 15 years old that I have a radio show with Chris the Red Path, I'd be like, this is just the greatest. I just love this so much. So it's so nice to meet you. Thanks for being here. This is like my life goal is to make a documentary about Native American basketball in the state of Montana. Like one of my reasons I became a sports writer is the, the great story Shadows of a Nation by Gary Smith in Sports Illustrated in 1991 and he talked all about Jonathan Takes Enemy and the, and the great native men's players that have come out of this state and it's always just struck me more than any other thing in Montana and I just think this is so awesome so Malia just talk about that element of things I mean Native American uh, culture it's especially in Montana so surrounded around basketball it's such a huge part of life on the reservation why do you think that is though and when did you first kind of gravitate towards it? When did you first realize this was such a great outlet for you? Um, I, I, growing up on the res, everybody, like, it's, like, what we always do. Everybody had a ball. Right. And, and my dad um, was someone that, you know, he had opportunities to go, you know, went to call, you know, in the documentary we'll talk about that and my dad will touch on that as well but it's just um i want to say like if you really want to go back in time it had to go back to when um you know uh the fort shaw? yeah fort shaw the fort shaw ladies when they were national champions and it was just something that you know as natives that we've yeah, everybody plays their game a little bit different. Totally. Whether, whatever it is that you play and whatever you do in life, it's a little bit different. And um, but native ball, it's it's in your face defense, you know, and it's run and gun, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. And it's fun to play, and um, yeah. So I guess gravitating towards that, it was it was just um, something that I was that has always been part of my life. You know, and it wasn't anything that it gravitated. I mean, I don't want to say gravitated to, I mean, but essentially it was something that was always part of my life. It, it was natural. It was what I was going to do or what I enjoyed doing. And I have always, and I'm blessed that I got to continue to do that after high school. ESPN Roundtable. A couple gals as part of the Big Side Documentary Film Festival. Join us in studio, Megan Harrington, the filmmaker, Malia Kipp, former Lady Grizz legend. The film is Native Ball, Legacy of a Trailblazer. 
Do, do you still do you get a chance to follow high school hoops or hoops from up on the res at all still I, these I, days? I, I do as best as I can. Browning is really good in both men's and both boys and girls basketball this year, they, which is really they, cool. I know, and I there I want to say divisionals are in Ronan, and that's mm-hmm. where I am. And so oh, very that, cool. Yes, so I definitely the last time that they were there in town, I was there, and it's always nice because you know there's poor boy Croft who was my first basketball coach, and he's coaching those ladies still. I love it. And um, he, and it's just, yeah, just the circle of life and um, connecting dots and things that you've mentioned and Megan and just everybody. You know, Krista, like, we all have, like, these connections that are so, like, unique but special, and it's for a reason. It's you know? very cool. Hart Butte, also a team from up on the yes. Blackie Reservation that's having an outstanding year as well. I think their boys remain undefeated. So when it gets to be tournament time, uh, that's going to be pretty darn cool. Uh, Megan, you playing for the Lady Grizz, you saw directly firsthand while you were playing how impactful these stories were and the opportunities that a lot of these gals from the reservation was given. How did your perspective on that change when you made the film or did it at all? I mean, what sort of things did you sort of remember from the past and now use in the making of this film? Well, I wish I could tell you that I understood what, what they were going through sure. and I understood what the burdens they were carrying. I didn't. And so in making this, I gained a really deeper appreciation for what Malia was able to accomplish, that she was playing for the University of Montana, but she was playing for her family, for right. her tribe, for her community. I mean, it was just so much deeper and I had no clue, none at all. And then the other girls that came through. So for me, it's been a gift. It's been so inspiring. Um, and I hope that when people see it, it's, it's, it's an evergreen story. You know, it's a story about courage and perseverance. And these things are still happening when kids from the reservation go to school and they're still facing, we've heard people say, you know, I still, I still struggle with that or yeah. you know, I still, so for me, I just hope it like it did for me. I hope it opens eyes to what they are able to accomplish and, and how they are able to do it. I had a great conversation with Raekwon Battle a couple of weeks ago, and he's an outstanding Native American basketball player at Montana State right now, but he's from the Tulalip Reservation in Western Washington. He's the first person to ever come off of his reservation to play Division I basketball, and, and now he's one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference, and it's amazing to hear. When it comes to that, though, you are mm-hmm. playing for so much more than yourself when you're in this situation. How did you deal with that? Because it comes with a lot of glory, but also a ton of pressure. Yeah, um, I know. I'm, I, um, <laughs> doing this really like a lot of things I suppressed. Things I just, but my goal is to do, ultimately, it was to do what I wanted, like what I loved. And I didn't care what people said or how people, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say I didn't care, like it did have a toll on me but ultimately I just I just did what I wanted to do and what made me happy and that's what everybody needs to do like I don't whatever you want to do in life if it makes you happy freaking do it it's great advice and such good perspective the film Native Ball, Legacy of a Trailblazer, Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. This film screens tomorrow, uh, on Thursday, that is. To, today's Wednesday, right? I'm not, I don't even know what day it is. Tomorrow, Thursday, uh, February 23rd it's, at 4 p.m. It's Monday. No. <laughs> right? Uh, it's somebody's Monday. <laughs> it's somebody's Monday. That's right. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow afternoon, excuse me, at the Zach, the Zootown Arts Community Center. And then it screens again on Saturday 
uh, at the Wilma at 3 p.m. So uh, if you have the opportunity, please go check this film out. You can find out everything uh, about all these f- great films at Big Sky Film Fest. Uh, org. Megan, what was the most challenging part uh, of making this documentary? Oh, well, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> no, okay, it was not your sister. Uh, it, everything is challenging about it, but for personal stories and a story about someone, a real person, right. it's, the, it's the weight of making sure it's done well, that the, the time and the love and the support, or, uh, the whole team came together. That's what's most important. This is someone's real life. This isn't just, hey, let's make a film and tell a story. It's like, we want to come alongside and be part of that story. And so the weight of that was like, I remember watching with me and I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's thinking. Because we wanted to screen it for her before. Right. And, um, so the weight, that that was probably the biggest thing is making sure it was done well and that she would appreciate it. Without any spoiler alerts, what did you think when you saw the film? Is it weird watching yourself on, on a movie? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> could you have something to make me look good? <laughs> make sure my hair look good? No, but what? It, just to um, speak on and to really pronounce what Megan was talking about is anybody could have filmed. Like, I, I, I still feel like Everybody has a story to tell. Right. Everybody has a story, a struggle. And um, I am, after watching it, like, I, I felt like it was an honor. Like, how Megan was culturally sensitive. She took everything into perspective. The way she told it, like, anybody could have told it. But how she did actually is going to, it makes people think and and um, that's where I I feel blessed and I feel like really honored and I'm just like so proud. I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's of this one. I it's love it. to me. As you should be. ESPN Roundtable here on Nuanas Now uh, on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, located on the south side of town. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Great place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check them out. 3621 <laughs> Brooks Street. See, you got a direct endorsement from a former Lady Grizz. <laughs> Uh, Malia, you're wearing Malia Kip and uh, Megan Harrington in studio. By the way, the the, uh, the film is Native Ball: The uh, Legacy of a Trailblazer, and uh, two screenings coming up here in Missoula as part of the Big Sky Doc Fest. One tomorrow, 4 p.m. at the Zootown Arts and Community Center, and then another at 3 p.m. Uh, on Saturday. You're wearing your N7 shirt. Uh, really cool gear. You gotta love it. I thought the N7. I thought the uh, N7 weekend uh, both times for both the gals and the and the guys was really well done. The turquoise jerseys are sick. I think that they should maybe put them in the rotation permanently. But that was also so cool to see the reunion for you and, and several of the other former uh, Lady Grizz that, that come from Native American backgrounds. And you guys gave Coach Selvig the, the blanket. So I mean, just tell us. I mean, that must have been a crazy full circle moment for you to to get to be honored and also honor Coach Selvig. Oh yeah, no, I it was it was wonderful, and I finally had an opportunity when they um, did the naming of um, the official naming of the court after Rob to have to be able to com- to address the Lady Grizz, and I and I told them I said you guys represented really well wearing those jerseys, what you guys did, the work on the floor, and you're just you played. How Rob would have wanted you to play, and I and they were just like, "What? That is so nice of you to say." And and, and but I just wanted to let him know that I was really like we didn't get to see much of them, but no, the fact that they no they represented, they carried, they they did well, and wearing those N seven jerseys and representing us like like that and playing hard and winning 
at home and then the fans and everybody and just everything. It was, oh, <laughs> I wish I could do it over again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember more. <laughs> like, you know, because it just was, went by so fast. But no, just, ah, oh, it was super cool. Like, yes. We talked about just the, the element of, of playing for something bigger than yourself, but that was also, I mean, that's why this is a, subtitled as a trailblazer, because you really did set the, the pace and sort of break through for a lot of these gals that came after you, and it was cool seeing them and how much they admired you and, and all of that. Have you reconciled yourself with, like, being sort of a trailblazer? I mean, that must I mean, it's such an honor for you, right? But also, I mean, the, the history speaks for itself. What was really, okay. So what I, what, what really capped, what really got to my heart and made me realize that was um, when I when I went to the official naming of Rob of the court for Rob and walking in and seeing my my teammates that I haven't seen in years but those, those were the people that actually made the difference like they were the makers of the breakers yeah and seeing those people and having the opportunity to introduce them to the people that I love and are important to me and my family. And um, getting to share, like, for example, Carla Beatty. Mm. Um, I'm going to share the story right quick. Um, so my freshman year, Rob said, everybody um, grab a shooting partners. And everybody was just grabbing shooting partners. And I was like, okay, great. I'm going to be picked last. But Carla Beatty, she made sure I was not picked last. And we were shooting partners. Um, Till the end of our careers, and we were seniors together, and we won, you know, our big city conference too, and um, just the just those random acts of kindness, like what she did, and I finally got to give her a hug and tell her thank you, like how important that was to me, um, that the difference that that made in what I could accomplish and continue to go forward when I felt like I couldn't was people like her, well, and she wasn't the only one. You know, she, but but she was the first. <laughs> she was number one, and then yeah. you know, oh. those uh, things that people do that they don't even know that could make or break somebody. And this is what we talk about. This is such mm. a common theme on this show because we t- <laughs> we talk so much about how for all the stuff that's going on in the world and and all the different things that we have to argue about, all the conflicts we have, and, and all of this unrest. Sports is the greatest example of how. People from different backgrounds and different cultures can come together and and meld. And this is what I always tell people. You, you can't hate people you'd know. If you get to know people, it's almost impossible to hate them. If you know them, you will not hate them. And that's what sports is so great for is it brings people from so many different backgrounds and brings them together. So just tell us about that part of this, Megan. I mean, just, just the fact that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's titled The Legacy of a Trailblazer for a reason. I mean, she really did set the pace. And that is such a huge part of, of Robin Selvig's legacy and the legacy of the Lady Grizz as well. Oh, it is, and being in, in Browning and sitting around the table with Cimarron Schultz, Tamara Gardepee, Sinead Gilham, and having them have that conversation where they were talking about maybe things they'd never sat around the table and talked about, because sometimes you don't, you don't do that. But to, to hear them say, if they hadn't seen her do it, I don't know if I could have done it, because no, someone like me hadn't done it before. But now I'm seeing someone like me go to school, get an education, play basketball. Now I know it's possible. I mean, the magnitude of that, you know, you're not just seeing a female basketball player, you're seeing a Native American female basketball player that's doing great things, that's opening doors. That's a trailblazer. That had not happened. And when, and because it did, and because she finished, others had the opportunity to try. 
to dream and to open those doors for others. So it's, a, it's a generational too, like these, it continues to happen and it's beautiful to see and it's because she did it. It's, it's so awesome and I think that for all of the banners that hang in Dahlberg Arena and all the wins and all the things that Coach Selvig got honored for a couple weekends ago, that's the key to the legacy, though. I mean, we've talked extensively about we got to get Robin Selvig in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to be in the College Basketball Hall of Fame, period. But it's more than 865 wins. It's the doors he opened because it's not the Native American angle is so awesome, but also the angle of girls that come from the middle of nowhere, 200 person towns that would never go to college in their lives, but they, you know, happen to get scouted by this guy from Outlook, Montana. He just opened so many doors for so many people. He did, and he and he came to where they were, the flyover places, like you said, Browning. He came to Browning That's and watched right. Malia. No one, you would say, no one had to come to see her play. You go to Malta, you go to all these small towns. They weren't coming to see those kids, but he did, and he recognized it. And like you said, people who recognize and show kindness and don't care about anything other than can you play basketball changes people's lives. Malia Kip, Megan Harrington, in studio, the film Native Ball, Legacy of a Trailblazer, Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, the 20th anniversary of the Big Sky Doc Fest. You can visit BigSkyFilmFest.org to check out this and all the other movies. Uh, I have two more questions for you, ladies. But first, I want to play this trailer because we're just going to listen to the audio version of it, but I think it translates just fine on the radio, and you can hear it over your TV stream as well. This is just 30 seconds of the trailer uh, from this movie, which, by the way, screens tomorrow 4 p.m. at the Zootown Arts and Community Center and at 3 p.m. on Saturday at the Wilma. Here's the trailer from Native Ball. Basketball? I think it was in my jeans. Kip made history in 1992 by becoming the first female Montana tribal member to play NCAA Division I basketball. You had to figure out how to live in two worlds. I can't say I would have played if I wouldn't have seen her playing. She played her best for herself, for her university, and for her tribe. That's what makes her a warrior. I mean, that quote there at the end, I got goosebumps. It's amazing. What an awesome perspective, and uh, this is going to be a great film. Last thing for each of you, then. Uh, start with you, Malia. What do you hope people take from this when, when they see it? Um, just, I hope that just um, inspiration that, you know, just do, do what you do, what you, do. you know? There's all, and as long as you have one person in your corner... That's all you need. And just do what you need to do to be happy. And tell everybody, and tell anybody, someone can walk in your shoes every single day. Do they have, could they say anything or judge you? Be happy. I love that. Yeah. Megan, what do you hope people uh, glean from this film? Well, when you, when you make a film, you want people to be entertained, inspired, um, educated. Uh, but I hope people realize uh, through her grit and her perseverance that you are going to get knocked down that life is going to present you struggles that there will be obstacles but when they come get back up like face them and she's a great example of of that and these true stories are such so important to tell because they're not fictional like hey what did this person do it's sure this is a true story and it's hers and i hope people leave thinking that there's a dream that they want to pursue can't wait for this uh, screening tomorrow at 4 p.m. at the Zootown Arts and Community Center and at 3 p.m. on Saturday at the Wilma Native Ball.
Legacy of a Trailblazer about Malia Kip, legendary Lady Grizz, Megan Harrington, filmmaker Malia Kip, the star of the show, in mm-hmm. studio with us here on ESPN Radio. This was phenomenal, ladies. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Coulter. Thank you for always supporting, too, what we're doing. Of course, always.